warning. What you are about to hear is a really loud Catholic dude. After all, he ain't called the Forte Catholic for nothing. So relax your grip on the steering wheel. Pull your headphones away ever so slightly. Secure any loose articles and muffle Junior's ears because it's time to make Catholicism fun again on the Forte Catholic Show with Taylor Schroll on Red Sea Catholic Radio. on video now for the old YouTubes. It's stressful. It is stressful. If you are not subscribed yet, it is because Allison Sullivan has not been on video yet. She is standing, sitting here. I wore highlighter today to reflect light. What does that mean? It reflects light and makes you face? look all dewy. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that different than like the highlighters that I used to highlight the work to make it look like you're not busy much. in school? No? Not much. Just not fluorescent. More of a glitter, if you will. And I will. I won't. Obviously. I, I, I've never I've never heard of highlighter being part of like yeah. faces. It's kind of, it's newish. It's newish. My daughter came downstairs the other day with um covered in it from head to toe. She thought it was lotion. So she looked like the tin man. So my kids came down covered with highlighter as well, but it was the one that I was thinking of. <laughs> it's a very different You thing. might have more of that around, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. So uh I probably sound a little different today. I'm exhausted, yeah. and my throat's like. We kind of both are. We we can't feed off of each other's energy. We need to not, to change it. Not at all. Hey. Hello, Allison. How Hi. are you? We're having fun. <laughs> We're having a blast. Uh, your your jacket is hilarious. I told you that. Um, yeah. That we were recording video for the first time today, and you decided. I, I was like, I I know that you care about your appearance. And that makes one of well. us. Um, both characters. I appreciate that. I appreciate the heads up. I would be so sad at you. Sad? If, yes. Could you be sad at someone? Yes. Sad with and mad I would at. be really sad at you if I showed up sad in my <laughs> wet hair and you said we're filming. Like but I almost came, time. Taylor, I almost came in costume. Uh, the only reason, reason I didn't was because I lent out my 20s gear, my flapper outfit. It is lint out. I almost came in it. And then like my other outfits were either like fuzzy onesies or like too risque or something. I had a top hat, but I didn't know what to wear with it. Like I didn't have like a, what's the guy who does the uh, masters of ceremony. So I did MC masters of ceremony. Did you just learn that? Oh, wow. Did you like just teach yourself (laughs) that? How did you teach? First of all, how did you teach yourself something? Second of all, how are you like whatever old you are and just learn that? I am, I am today years old. <laughs> I just figured you, that out. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I don't, I don't know what to do with this information. Wow. But you know what? You can do with that information anything oh you want. Now gosh, that you have it, this is like recorded for the world to hear. Taylor, please edit. No. <laughs> You're not going to edit, no, are you? No, not at all. Why would I edit uh, anything? This is all golden content, and you're carrying the show today with your ridiculous takes because I'm exhausted. Well, anyways, I was going to show up in a top hat. 
and so, decided otherwise and wore the sweatshirt instead that says I'm not for everyone. Now, okay, so I I do like the jacket choice. Here's okay. what I want. Now that I've heard all of the options, mm-hmm. now what I want is the next time you come over, yeah, to wear all of those outfits so at the same like, time. To wear like you have like the twenties. I've seen your like hat and like yeah. the, like the little like you have. Didn't you have like some kind of yeah. eye cover or something? Yeah. Do uh, that. No, it's not a pirate. It's a it's like a headpiece. Right, right, but it covered your eyes. No. No, no. I such was thinking thing. about the thing from the from the uh, that award show where that guy <laughs> wore like the flap around his head. Are you thinking of like the mask? Like yeah, the... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. I've seen you wear something like that before. Uh, well, um, and <laughs> okay. don't make it weird. Um, and then and then like wear the onesie, like the pajama onesie. Yeah. And then also yeah. like just accessorize with all the other things it's, that you it's said. It's coming. Get ready. <laughs> That's gonna be great. I did almost okay. So then I was like, well, I could wear a formal. Or just my sweatshirt, and I decided on the sweatshirt. Well, I'm proud of you. You know what I'm not proud of you for? What? Literally every time you come over here, you can't find my house. <laughs> ah, it's, I was your, hoping... Give me your phone. No, I was hoping we wouldn't have to talk about it. We are going to talk about this. You can't reach your phone. Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, and this is for... Any, you don't have my face. Anybody who, anybody who is currently listening to this, especially if you're listening on the radio, um, and you know uh, you get lost every now and then. What you can do is you can go into the contacts. So I'm just going to search contacts on your phone right now. I was determined to not call you. And so I did almost, I mean, I did try to do a few things first. I tried what to. What did you try to do? Well, just troubleshoot a little bit. Like go into some history. We've text too, texted too many times for me to scroll up far enough. Anyway. So, so. I, I have now input my address. I'm not going to say it out loud because people on the internet are crazy. But now you can use Siri on your phone. And say, give me directions to Taylor Schroll's house. I was giving my go. son. I was giving my son really good advice the other day, and he just wasn't really paying attention. And I was really bringing it. It was like it was really good advice. And so I said, "Babe, are you even listening to me?" And he said, "Mom, it's just really hard to take you seriously because you still use the L hands to decide left from right. The L hands, <laughs> and then still get it wrong." What's great is I currently have you on video calling yourself a loser, and I can use it outside of context, however long. The fish was this big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if this, if any of the, if you're listening on the podcast or on the radio, and that joke didn't make sense, well, welcome to Forte Catholic. First of all, Forte, I'm very tired. Welcome to Forte Catholic. <laughs> you know what? You know what's happened is I've been introduced at all these events, and they always introduce me incorrectly. Have oh. I told you about this? Your name or the podcast? Everything. All They're of like, it. It's just it's, all a mess. Uh, t- Taylor Scroll from the Fort Catholic podcast. I'm like, yeah. why, why is a volunteer introducing me and reading a written prayer? Like, I I know how to pray out yes. loud. And I also know me pretty well. Sure. So why can't I introduce It's me? a valid point you're making. Has anybody ever introduced you at a speaking event incorrectly? Uh, no, but nobody can really get Sinner Saint Sister right. It's like, Saint Sister Sinner. And it's like, that doesn't even sound right. Come on. Well, I think what they're doing is they're reading your soul and they list the ones <laughs> that you are the most that day. <laughs> well, it top. changes. They need to stay on their toes. Yeah, yeah for real. So, I, like, I think today would be Sinner Sister Saint. I think that's how you're feeling. That's, All right. Is my that's projection good. correct? Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Okay. It's accurate. Uh, what am I? <laughs> <laughs> you stay pretty consistent, Taylor. <laughs> sinner, sister, sinner. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so you ha- speaking of speaking events, speaking of speaking events, that's a weird thing to say out loud. Uh, you had one. Recently. I did. I, did. I had five, but you know whatever. Okay, you, you had one recently <laughs> uh, that you wanted to talk about, and uh, you you met up. I saw pictures. You met yes. up with Catherine Whitaker, who I just met in person last week. Yeah, finally, yay, finally, Internet yes. Friends, um, of ne- course, both of us are still alive, and we're happy. It's fine. Everything's fine. Meeting people from the internet is sometimes terrifying. It, it can be a little wonky sometimes. So, but uh, have you ever met her before? Yes. We did Genius together last oh, year. that's right. And, and we okay. fell in love quickly. Um, our first exchange in any form or fashion was an embrace. It was almost a monkey hug because I was lost and she found me. So we just dove right in. I've, a monkey. Oh, okay, okay. I'm picturing the gif. I think I'm understanding where you're going right now. Like no, the monkeys running yeah. into each other. Oh, no. I meant like a kind of a rap. Okay, I was picturing. We've talked about you a few a few <laughs> months ago, seeing one of your friends in an airport, and y'all like tackled each other. Yes, but indeed, I, that, I, I, that happened. I pictured. I did not tackle Catherine Whitaker the first time I met her. Yeah, that's best. <laughs> so. <laughs> So yes, we had the speaking engagement together. It's so fun, you know, being in ministry and working with friends. That that might be my favorite part. Um, but ironically, all of the four people on stage were converts. Really? Isn't that fascinating? Well, they usually are the, the good speaky ones because us cradle Catholic can't talk good. <laughs> Is that why y'all invite us to church? You're Absolutely. like, will you please come to our church? But we were remarking, Catherine, you know, pointed this out. I thought it was a really generous thing to say at the right time but none of us would be here if it weren't for you guys who invited us so anyways it was um it was great it was a good event well good okay so you you spoke at it and you and i had talked beforehand and you were both nervous and you were like why am i the person speaking and <laughs> this yeah. other person is MC? I, t- I will tell you what you now know what emceeing is <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy being the low person on a totem pole. I love opening for people. Um, it, I So I write and I speak and I podcast. And I prefer podcasting over all of them because it's this team effort. Writing and speaking can be so solitary. It's a little lonely. So I love a team feel. And so I did. I got to open up for David B. Wright, who is just a gem. And then Catherine was emceeing. And yeah, but those people have platforms like way bigger than mine. So it was an honor. It's great. So... Good times. What you don't realize yet is for like, I don't write much, but like speaking and podcasting are the, just the same for me mm. because I'm in charge of all of them. Right. So I have the same experience everywhere I go. Uh, uh-huh, you uh-huh. need to be more in command. No, <laughs> no. I want to gather a team and let people tell me what to do. Gather your people, Lord. So all these converts standing on the stage. Yes. Um, I'm reminded of the story of how we met. So I was oh, thinking about yeah. this. I was thinking about this whenever uh, you were like, hey, we should talk about this thing. I was like, okay, cool. And I was thinking about how like, we have talked about your conversion story on the show before, but it was like legit, like episode f- three or something. Like this was oh, three years ago. Yeah. When you were a guest, we weren't really even friends yet. We just met at a church. And it may have changed. <laughs> your conversion story? <laughs> the rendition. I don't know. Uh, it gets worse and worse every time you, t- you get further and further away from God at the beginning. Uh, I, t- I have a big memory. I tend to exaggerate. When, uh, when, your, when your story started, it was sinner- <laughs> saint sinner sister and now it's sinner saint sister uh but I, yeah i was reminded about how we met in church mm-hmm. i did music at mass and you walked up and asked me if i was a protestant it's the nicest compliment anyone's ever given yeah. me it's like that means you actually cared about the music you sang in mass right it was well pretty, yeah you know? no i i loved it i was so refreshed we felt we were new to that parish and so i didn't know that you were new so it was a risk for me to go up to you because as it usually is to come up to me 
Well, yes, but for different reasons, because I'm shy by nature. Nobody believes me when I say that, but it's true. And so I had just decided that it was worth it. Like giving you that compliment was worth my discomfort. And so I did. I walked up to you and I was like, way to go. Like, great job. And now we're friends because that yeah, here we are. The basis of my friendships is people complimenting me and me tearing them down, That's and it's fine. worked very well for us. It's fine. <laughs> over the I'll last do that. Five years I'll do or that. So. It's fine. <laughs> so you're at this event, and all the the converts took over the Catholic Church. So explain explain this to me a little bit. <laughs> well, I you know I I'm sure that it wasn't you know, necessarily planned that way, but even the priest was a convert and it was really great because we got to share a little bit about what it is that is so what it is. <laughs> I don't know that <laughs> what it is that it, what it is, how to do what it is. Very good. <laughs> um, that, that we find so beautiful about this place. And for me, uh, you know, it's a lot of things. It was Catholic social teaching. Um, it was, mainly the Eucharist. Um, obviously this happened because of my husband. I was swimmingly going along swimmingly in my faith. My theology agreed with me. Everything was great. And, um, then I met this bald Catholic animal hating boy who was just so dang cute. And there were all, to be fair, she's not talking about me (laughs) (laughs) because all of those things until you got to cute to describe me. (laughs) But there, like you know there were these these things that were just never going to work out for us like we if we would have filtered each other out if we met on match.com and so if if this was going to work at all like I needed to learn a little bit about this religion that he was so committed to and so I went to RCAA and I was like I will learn about this but only if it brings me closer to God not you and um I hoped that I meant that but he was just dreamy and so anyway still dreamy he is he's just I swoon so um I started learning about the Eucharist and it was just this really mystical kind of dark even thing that I had just never heard anything about. And I was so used to, um, you know, celebrating my relationship with God through diagramming out a sermon, you know, using my brain or, or singing passionately, um, you know, and tapping into my emotions. And there was something about my brain and my emotions that made me feel like I was on top of the world and God's landscape was, was beneath me. But there was something about the Eucharist that did not make me feel that at all. In fact, I felt very small and feeble and, um, and don't we want a big, God, like, don't we want a, a powerful? God? I don't like feeling small and feeble. I, so I, you're I, sharing I, you know this, what? and like, if I would have had that, like, I'm staying Protestant. <laughs> well, but it was weird though because I was fascinated by it. It was kind of dark. It was kind of weird. It was, you know. And so as I began to to dig into it, you know, you here's here's Jesus, and he gives this disturbing sermon, right? And so he says this thing, and people are like starting to go, like that's that's a little weird. And so this was Passover. This was a year before he died, um, that he gave this this sermon, and he and you know he says. Uh, you know, this is my body, um, you know, which will, so, ah, hold on, you have to edit. Oh, you can't, we're on video. You can't edit the video, <laughs> you're right. So I can edit this for the podcast, but if you're watching the video, this is the real Allison Sullivan. Hello! Okay, so anyways, but he says this, you know, this is my body and, and, and this is this is the bread of life. And that is, you know, that's could be interpreted a million different ways, but he uses the same language that he uses when he talks about his body and sacrifice on the cross. And so they're either both literal or they're both metaphors. And we know that Christ literally hung on the cross. And so as I started to dig into that, you know, you look at the Greek and the word to gnaw and to chew and all of that, but then he says it again a year later. So it's kind of like if you have a wacky uncle at Thanksgiving 
And he says something at Thanksgiving that makes all of the cousins kind of catch eyes and be like, what did he say? And then the next year he says it again. So now Jesus is about to die. It's Passover again. He's about to die and he says it again. So don't you think that if he's about to be crucified to save the whole world, he would choose his words carefully? So he must mean this. So, and then, you know, as my knowledge has increased, like you come upon little things like that Bethlehem means like house of bread and that he was born in a food trough. I mean, come on. So I'm going to have to listen back to all of this because the whole time I was just wondering why is your headphone like your the ear is turned the opposite way? Oh like, my it's gosh! Not on. We've done this before. I know, but you do realize that sound comes out of this, <laughs> and you're right next to a microphone. So but all I it's can do, hear you fine. So who it's cares? It's not about hearing me. It's about hearing us again through the microphone coming out of your. ears. You know that I've. This is the second time I've done this. At least. I do it all the time. What's my problem? I don't know. Are you going to fire me? My address. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Please fire me. (laughs) Do I fix it or do we just like go with it? You have to fix it. I can't. You can't? (laughs) What do you mean you can't? I don't understand what's happening. Um, Hey, okay, so that's why I converted. How come you haven't? (laughs) uh, I don't know. I'm distracted by things. No, look, I fixed it. Okay, come on. your ears. Keep up. (laughs) <laughs> instantly fixes one sound problem instantly inserts a new one like clapping in the middle of the- <laughs> is that not allowed i need a list of rules i'm gonna post them we're here in the water closet and i'm gonna post a set of rules right next to the hot water heater Can that you- just says allison's rules <laughs> okay no chewing gum you're chewing gum aren't you yeah <laughs> <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I'm not because I don't fo- have to follow Allison's rules because I've never broken them. <laughs> it's like I- I'm the I'm the rich old man in the parable. All these commandments I have f- I have followed. What else do I need? And he's like, maybe be a good podcaster. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Are you going to tell me why you're still Catholic? Why I'm still Catholic? Yeah, yeah, it's because of the Eucharist and confession. I like confession a lot. Really? Uh, yeah. I love going there and being like, hey, I'm an idiot and uh, you fixed it. Thanks. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's good. That is good. Very good. Um, so that's the story of, of your events, and you left me 40 seconds to talk about mine. 40 seconds? Yeah. Well, I, you're welcome. Thank you. And then you <laughs> took four more seconds to say you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're just not going to hear about uh, it. So uh, I'm just man. very tired and just know that I'm doing good things for the Jesus, even though Allison's weird and doesn't <laughs> like me. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to get out of this. And uh, whenever we come back, we're going to be talking to my newest friend, Chica. She's awesome. She's much cooler than Allison. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. She's she's amazing. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back for our second segment of the day. And for the first show in a long time, I'm letting my co-host be involved in the interview. I know. It's been like a whole month. Don't go anywhere. We shall be right back. Bye. Allison, you have to explain something to me. What? You, like, speak for a living. You're on my podcast. You do your podcast. And yet, when we do these commercials, you're, like, super, like, you don't want to do them. I don't, I don't want to do them. Why not? You spring them on me. I like to be prepared. Like, I'm a perfectionist, Taylor. You? And you just, you like all this improvisational stuff. I'm not a naturally funny person, okay? Well, that's what Patriot is for. Patriot.com <laughs> slash the Catholic. It's all the content, like in the normal show, where you're not prepared. And right, where yes. It's where you put all of my bloopers. 
and you have a lot. I know. <laughs> Patreon.com slash what Catholic. You can help support the show. You also get behind the scenes content from every episode, bloopers, bonus content like behind the scenes with our guests, our co hosts, and Allison being angry at me. Yes, Go lots of eye rolling. You can't hear that, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash what When I do it, you can. Back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll, and I'm sitting here still with Miss Allison Sullivan. I haven't kicked her out for the interview part portion. Uh, One can hope. So last week was the first time I didn't kick out my co-host for the interview, but right after the interview, I kicked the interviewee out so that I could talk to my co-host for the final segment. Oh, okay. So I just, like we talked about last time, right. I just like the power and being able to be yeah, like, nope, well. done with you. You're out of here. Uh, which is exactly what I'm going to do to today's guest in about 18 minutes. Just kick her completely to the curb. Uh, you have served your purpose, and we are done. That's what I will say. Um, but for now, I'm going to be very nice. Maybe even Minnesota nice. That's a, that's a joke <laughs> just for the two people in the room. That is a callback to something that none of you heard. But today, um, I have a guest, and uh, I talked literally in the last segment about how I do not like uh, being introduced incorrectly when I'm speaking or doing something like that. And so I, I, I just planned, and I was like, Chica, how do you say your last name? And she told it to me, and I said, yeah, I'm not going to introduce you improperly, so I'm going to let you do it yourself. Chica, welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. So, Chica Ayam is how you say my last name. Ayam. Well, see, I was going to do that perfectly, <laughs> but I wanted to give you the chance to see if you could do it right. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know what it was? So when I was little, I had... Um, a dentist appointment and my mom, you know, we went to dentist and the doc, the dentist was like, so how do you say your last name? And I've always said it incorrectly for the sake of other people. So I was sure. like, and, Wu. Mm-hmm. and my mom looked at me with such disappointment that mm. I was like, never again will I mispronounce my last name Good for, for her. mistake and comfort. Yeah. She done taught me. So <laughs> yeah. So I am is how you say it. I just want to sit here and practice until I get it right, but I think it would take too much airtime, Taylor. <laughs> well, that's never stopped you from doing something like that in the past. So I, I'm proud of your, of your growth here. I've got my limits. <laughs> and we just saw them for the first time, everybody. <laughs> so uh, Chica, Allison and I were just talking right before you came on about how like Allison and I got to know each other. She came up to me and she said something very kind, and that means that she's now my friend because she was very nice to me. You gave me a compliment that I did didn't warrant at all right after Austin's DCYC. So we, you and I, we spoke at the same time, but just separately. I took the men's session. You took the women's session. And so we, Allison was like, so y'all served together? I was like, we served at the same time. We actually didn't see each other. Uh, but, uh, but I was like, we had, we had just, we've met a, a few times over the last couple of months. And you said something yeah. nice to me. And it wasn't until you said something nice to me that I was like, oh, Chica should come on the show. Aw, so the affirmation helps. Otherwise, you'd be like, this chick. <laughs> yeah. I would actually say no, this you know, chica and then laugh because I, I, I originally I would have done. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Everyone okay. just laughs at me. Welcome to Forte Catholic. So, Welcome. Yeah, I gave that one to you. <laughs> so the how this, how I have, wow, I should have a radio show. I talk good. This is the Catholics talking good again. So about a year ago, I had never heard mm-hmm. of you. And then ever since about a year ago, 
I haven't stopped seeing or hearing about you. So like I have this 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 app on my phone called Feedly that no one else uses because it's for old people. And old people don't use apps, so they don't use it. But I use apps, and apparently I'm an old person. So it's a, a way to like get RSS feeds, so like blogs and video feeds, that sort of thing, to come all into one place. And I just started seeing your face all over Life Teens things, and I started seeing that you were speaking everywhere. And then, like this past weekend, we were doing Austin's DCYC. They put her face in the poster, but not mine, even though we were doing the same thing. I was very upset by this, uh, but I but I get it. I look like me. You two look like you. I understand why y'all are on the posters <laughs> and not I. You're one of the most, like I think, up and coming speakers in the Catholic Church. You're doing a lot of good things on video as well. You don't see. I apparently I like compliments better than you do. She's over there cringing <laughs> as I say nice things about her. But you burst onto the scene a year ago, and it, it just seems like you came out of nowhere. So what I want to do today is is for me to get to know you, Allison get to know you, and then therefore the audience get to know you. Like, how did this happen? Like, where did you come from? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Well, it started in the year of our Lord. Uh, no, <laughs> I honestly, um, yeah. Okay. So thank you for your affirmations. Yes. Affirmations are difficult for me to receive sometimes, but I once went to confession and a priest totally schooled me. And he was like, affirmations are hard because you think they're about you and they have nothing to do with you. And they have everything to do with God. People see the Lord in you and they're affirming what God is doing. So humble yourself. And I was like, well, dang father, they'll see of ours just cut right at the heart. But anyway, um, I've never I, been taught how to take compliments in co- in confession. That's not what we're working on. The confessional. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was good. That's like always hear me say like, oh, praise the Lord. Like I once mm-hmm. had someone say, like, I thought you were just doing that, you know, almost like, I don't know, trying to be holier than thou. But it really is like when you give me the affirmation and compliment, I say, praise God. It's because mm-hmm. of that. Like it, everything goes back to him. Um, but to answer your question, man. God is so good and faithful. And this whole thing about like being on the scene and all that stuff is just so weird to me because it really is just me being me. And um, I was a youth minister, confirmation coordinator, young adult minister, high school communion prep coordinator, because we are people who are many hats in this church, uh, for eight years in Rancho Cucamonga, California, in Southern California. I loved it. I, it's a real place. Is that it's what a, you're saying? It's say? just another word. Like you're just giving me all these words that I can't pronounce, and it's very frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a professional. It was, it was once said. I remember watching like Looney Tunes one day, and Bugs Bunny said Rancho Cucamonga. We're like, hey, like, that's our, that's our place. <laughs> shout out to Looney Tunes again. Just dating how old I am. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, and so I was just working for the church and totally in love with God and in love with just the teens, the parents, their hearts, their aches, all of that stuff. And um, in the midst of like four years in, I just felt restless. And restlessness has always been God's way of telling me to prepare for a change. So I was like, but you, I love what I'm doing. You're not preparing me to leave. So how about you just knock it off, God? Because I ain't going to go anywhere. And so I just kept staying at this job and I loved it. But there's a lot of transition, a lot of hardships that were occurring. And um, I just realized that through a retreat that I went on after many years of putting on retreats, I finally went on one and someone simply said um, that I was appreciated. And again, for someone who doesn't really care for like affirmations, just to hear that, like my, that I was seen, that my work was seen and I was appreciated. I was like, okay, God, thank you. Just for acknowledging that you, that you do love me. This work is, is not for not. So long story short, I like stepped away for a year 
did a, a second year of net ministries, came back and I thought like, I'm going to hit this job hard. And God was like, no, I actually have something else in store for you. I didn't know what that was. I fought it tooth and nail, suffered through a period of uh, severe depression because I was not listening to what God was asking me to do. And finally, it was just like, okay, Lord, I hear you. I'm going to leave my job. I didn't have a job in place. I got a job and then like just all the red flags are up. Don't take this. And so 20 minutes before boarding a flight to World Youth Day in Poland, I called them up and I was like, sorry, I can't take this job. Went to Poland, our blessed mother, our lady of Czestochowa, also known as the Black Madonna, just loved on me, mothered me well, um, came back and just was without a job for a few months. Did some work with Life Teen. I was at a conference. I spoke and said, hey, I heard you speak at this conference. Can you come to my church? And sure, I went to that church. Someone else heard me at that church said, hey, will you come to my church? That happened three times. At the last parish, this guy came up to me and said, do you know that you have the gift of tongues? And I was floored. I was like, sucka, I've been praying for the gift of tongues. Like, what did I say? And when did I say it? And he like literally was like, calm down. I don't mean in the sense of speaking like a heavenly language, but you were speaking in such a way that the Holy Spirit is evident within you. And it's cross-generational. It's all of these things. And it was such, again, that testifying to what God is doing, not what I'm trying to do. Mm. And it was immediate peace and confirmation. All that restlessness that I've been feeling was like almost immediately silenced. And it was just like, okay, God, if this is what you want me to do, I'll just keep saying yes. So here I am just saying yes. Oh, that is so beautiful. I have chills all over. I love confirm. I love sweet confirmation like that. You know, just that that period of restlessness followed the revealing that that comes. I heard this quote. I think it's Mother Angelica, but she says that pursuing holiness is one foot on the floor, one hand in the air, and a queasy feeling in your stomach. So for you to be, isn't that great? You know, just to be light on your feet enough for the Holy Spirit to kind of guide you around by the wrist. You know, but for you to have the bravery to leap without the net of saying, "No, I'm not going to take this job." What that's all that's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing it. That's great. Ah, uh, praise the Lord. Yeah, it's it's so funny because when people would like again affirm what God was doing, they'd say, like, man, that's such a brave thing. And it's like, no, if if we are living within within faith, then it should just be a normal thing. Uh-huh. But then when I step take a step back and I look at it, I'm like, God, that was crazy. Yeah, like I didn't yeah. have a job for you know however many uh months and to say yes to this, where I went from having a steady paycheck and insurance and, you know, all the comforts in, of life, then going into like, I don't have any of those things. I'm going to live at home for however long it takes me to get on my feet. Like, okay, Lord, I'm going to surrender all that to you like that. Now I look back and I'm like, man, God, you're crazy, but I love it. Yeah. You know, there's this in, in walking in faith, you know, the Lord is so near during that time. It's like that, that thin veil that everybody talks about, but it, it's mm-hmm. easy to not see a net and to say, no, I'm not going to take that step. I don't see a net yet, but that's a bogus trust. Yeah. And so there's something about walking in faith that is super trusting. Like, you know, you just, you're acknowledging the facts. Okay. The facts are, I don't have a job. The facts are, there's no net yet. But the other fact is that there will be, the Lord is faithful. He is going to provide the net. Ugh. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And if he doesn't, I say this and there's like, there's probably that queasy feeling of like, God, if you don't want me to do this, like you won't give me the opportunities. Mm-hmm. If you don't want me to do this, you won't give me the words. Uh, last night I, I did a theology of the body talk at a church and I had nothing, you know, even at the, at DCYC, the last talk, I literally was walking on stage. I was praying about it. I was, I was nervous. And I was like, God, 
you don't want me to say any of the stuff that I've written down. You don't want this. Like, what do you want me to say? Literally, I walked on stage. I had my notebook of things that I wrote, but I put it underneath the, the podium and I was just like, blah, 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 blah. Holy Spirit provided everything. I know we don't say like Jehovah or Yahweh, but like Jehovah Jireh is um, God provides. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a firm believer, God, if you don't want me to do this or say this, you won't provide the words for me. And if you do, then I will, I will prepare to the best of my ability, but I give you all freedom to move me and to move wildly within, in the words that you will speak. Yeah. Yeah. That terrifies Allison <laughs> because she is a person who uses her notes to the T. it's true you know the holy spirit really works um shows up in power for me while writing i'm a i'm a writer and so it's hard for me to get detached from them because we've had such a sweet experience together creating um so i'm working on it but i'm not sure that it's better or worse i just think it's different i don't know Uh, my my way is best for sure your way way, is best (laughs) (laughs) but okay so you've grown in it that is a compliment that i will give you and let's just say that you take compliments a lot easier than chica does because you like them a lot (laughs) um so that hair (laughs) yeah exactly that's mean i don't have any i'm often saying that like i can't hear god talking to me and i'm listening to your story and just laughing out loud because my original thought whenever like if i was you receiving the compliment that you received that started you on this entire path Hmm. towards the lord and this whole trusting it's like hey you're speaking in tongues I would have said as you, no, that was just me saying my last name. And, and it wouldn't it just wouldn't have stuck as well. Uh, but like you were able to, to find the Lord in in what this guy was saying and and, and through that. So um one of the things that, that you were talking about that has been like big for you recently and, and maybe even before that, but uh it was the story of Saint Bakita. And she's one of the uh, lesser known saints. The only reason that I know who she is is because that we had a a, a fundraiser uh, a, a, well, about a year ago. And I saw her picture, and, and my wife liked her a lot. And so I, w- I wanted to see uh, why has she been such a big deal for you here recently? Well, honestly, she's the first Black saint that I encountered. So there are yeah, two. Um, yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like we're not few and far between. We're just not known. And um, so she was just the, the first Black saint that I encountered. And then when I read her story, it was like this mixing of emotions of joy and extreme sadness and pain and wrestling with my own comforts and my own experience of racism, of um, learning about, you know, slavery, about just all of that and anger, but then also forgiveness, like this extreme forgiveness, but then wrestling again with not if people deserve forgiveness, but in the way that she forgave it was in such an extreme she said that if she ever met the people that um captured her that she would thank them Mm -hmm. because it is through her being captured that she came to know the lord y'all i don't know of anyone who would say that yeah like i struggle so much my confirmation saint is saint maria goretti Mm -hmm. um and not because i didn't know of saint Bikita, like the saints choose you. I know St. Mary Gretti chose me, but one of the reasons was because of her forgiveness, her act of forgiveness mm-hmm. and her desire to bring Alessandro Sarnelli like to Jesus. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, that is such a deep, I, someone cuts me off on the freeway. I'm going to think about it for like a month. Yes. And you know, it's going to take me a while to pray for them. And, um, 
just those extreme acts of forgiveness. But St. Paquita went that step further and to say she would thank them. That is wild and yeah. mind boggling to me. Yeah. Hearing her story and, and knowing her love and forgiveness and how people have warped her story. It just makes me want to proclaim it even more. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have recently made myself a student of race, Chica, because um, the truth is, is that it's easy for a white person like me to say that race doesn't matter when my race doesn't matter. So um, I've recently made myself a student and um, I just appreciate your voice and teaching and I'm leaning in and listening. Ah, praise be to God. I honestly, because can I tell, to be honest, I'm learning too. Mm-hmm. My experience is as a first generation Nigerian American. My family grew up in a you know middle class area, and um, I was surrounded by a lot, uh, not very many, like my family. So yeah, people of color, my Nigerian family. So I'm still learning how to. I think almost every black person will say this: they're still learning how to love themselves, mm-hmm. love each other love other people because for so long, just being black was not okay. Yeah. We're learning about hair. You know, I love sure. that the Oscars, um, one of the, I think one of the shorts that won was she, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a story about black hair. And I remember seeing it. Um, and I sent it to all of my family because I want my nieces to yes. love their hair. Yes. I want my nephews and to it love won. It won. And it won. Yes. <laughs> because it's those things where people are like, oh, it's so ethnic. It's so it's like, no, no, no. This is normal. Right. It's, kind of, it's like holiness. It's shouldn't yes. be this radical thing. It should be a normal thing. And yeah. for a black person with me, I have, you know, gorgeously rich chocolate, dark skin. And people are just, it's it's odd to them. I still get people who look at me oddly. I still get people who clutch their purses. I still sure. get followed in stores. Sure. I get all of these different things. And for me, I desire people, especially Catholics, especially young Catholics, mm-hmm. to see themselves in me so that they can be saints because Jesus said so. They know that they can be saints because of St. Paquita, Sister Thea Bowman, Pierre Toussaint. They can see themselves in these people that look like them. Mm-hmm. They can see themselves in, gosh, in other speakers like Alex Gotai. And I don't know, there's just like, other people that I want them to see and to, yeah. to love themselves and yes. recognize themselves and recognize Jesus in themselves. Like our blessed mother, so beautiful and so kind, appears to people as they are. Like, What does that say? Mm-hmm. That she's not just for one kind of person, not one race of people, that's not right. one whatever. Like right. she appears to everyone because that's a good mom. A good mm-hmm. mom knows her kids and she's like, this one needs this mm-hmm. kind of love and this one needs that kind of love. Mm-hmm. So she appears to them as they are and she brings them to Jesus. Yeah. How amazing is that? Is so beautiful. we need to see people on all forms of, of, of all platforms, whether it's speaking podcast, um, graphic designs. Like I need more black graphic designers y'all. Um, so shout out people like (laughs) sister up. Um, we just need to see each other in ways that are just normal. Yeah. We belong to each other. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we have your example and I want people to follow you so they can do that on Instagram. They can go uh, follow at Chica's World, C-H-I-K-A-S World. Uh, what else do you want them to do? Where else can they find you? 
Yeah, they can find me at chica.church if you ever want me to come and speak. Um, chica.church, if you want prayers, you're like, Ayo, pray for me for X, Y, and Z, go to my website. The first page is just prayer request. So I will take that um, to Jesus. And yeah, it, it's weird to say like, follow me, but honestly, like I'm not that exciting. Um <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not, you know, super exciting. Sometimes I ruffle some feathers, but for the most part, it's just my platforms are all, I want being black to be normal and, and to be seen for what it is, is beautiful. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I guess I can't leave a podcast without one. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't directed yeah. towards me. Well, uh, thanks for coming on the you show today. You are awesome. I, I'm, I'm so excited that you were here. Um, Everybody go check her out. She's doing some amazing things. And Allison and I will be right back for our final segment of the day. Don't go anywhere. So nice to meet you, Chica. God bless y'all. Allison, if I say turn it to 11, do you know what movie I'm referencing? No. I think it's Pulp Fiction. I'm not quite sure. I've never seen it. But it's a thing that people say. And that's the reason why I decided that uh, ForteCatholic.com slash beard, the discount is 11%. Not 10. Everybody else's is 10. I have the highest percentage off of everybody because... 11. Because I'm smart. (laughs) Smart. You are smart. That's all I ever wanted. We could stop recording. I just wanted that recorded somewhere. ForteCatholic.com slash beard. You can get 11% off your next order. I just ordered my new order of, of Catholic Balm for my beard because I needed more and I just got it like trimmed down and I wanted it to continue to look pretty and, f- and to smell good so my wife will still love me. So if you too want your wife to still love you or if you're a woman and want to smell nice as well. Yeah, no, like, this is for like intentional beards, not accidental ones. No, it's for all beards. All <laughs> are welcome. All are welcome. All are welcome on this face. Okay, I had to finish that. I had the joke and it kept going. Uh, but if you're a woman like yourself, you can, you can get lip balm. You can get, like, hand lotion. You, too, can smell like a pretty person. I do have the occasional stray hair. <laughs> It'll work. It'll work. <laughs> I, on your arm? I don't know what we're talking about. No, that's the accidental beard oh, the where accidental you're like, beard. husband, tell me these oh. things. Oh, well, I'm not your husband, but I'll be sure to tell you <laughs> if I ever see it. ForteCatholic.com slash beard. TMI. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I'm Schmaler Schmoll, and it's nice to be here with you uh, with Schmalerman. We're having a grand old time. Chica was awesome. I actually had to cut uh, her and Allison off because they wouldn't quit talking to each other because they they like each other a lot. Love Uh, her. Girl crush. I got a girl crush. You ever heard that song? Of course. I love that song. I do too. It's a good one. Uh, But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about manliness instead. Okay. So, um, Chica and I, the, the event that we served at, we mentioned it, it was Austin's DCYC. It's a Diocesan Catholic Youth Conference, I believe. That what, that's what it stands for. And I gave the men's talk, and when they asked me to do that, I was like, ugh, I hate men's talks. <laughs> and usually it's, it's, it's for two reasons. One, it's like, you need to be a strong warrior for the Lord, which means one of two things. One... Uh, you just need to fight everybody on the internet. Like that's that's like how I oh, walk away from gosh. It. Like yeah. you know, like internet warriors, that sort of thing. Um, or just like yell at all your coworkers until they're Catholic. Like that's I know that's not right. what they're saying, but it's how I feel. 
walking away from them. Yes, right? defend the gospel <laughs> exactly. instead of being needy for Jesus. Right, and it's like, you know, Jesus is a big boy. He can defend himself. <laughs> he doesn't need me. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, like the other 50% is like stop watching porn. And like that, those are the men's talks. And it's just like there's so much more to being a holy man than yeah. than not watching porn and being a warrior. That's great. And and it and it bothers me so much. So I never really do the men's talks because I like we all we all give what we have received, right? Yeah. And when it comes to men's talks, I never felt like I received that's what you've received. Really, yeah. really good until. About three years ago, um, I did something really, really weird. Um, as many of you know, I work in the campus ministry here at our local Catholic school. And we were having a, a day of reflection, a day of retreat. And uh, we had a, this crazy idea that for the men's talk, we were going to bring in a woman. Oh, yeah. And oh, that, you're talking about me. That's you. Yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. I just, yeah, <laughs> that is true. That happened. So you don't remember what you said, but I do uh, because I remember things that are good. Uh, so I remember three things a year. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of them? It was one of them. Uh, so you talked about how essentially like uh, Adam and Eve and how they like Adam didn't step up and be the man. And uh, it's, it, he wasn't doing his thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of got me started on this whole track. Like it was in the back of my head. Like yeah. I, I need to like write a men's talk. So I had two options. Mm-hmm. One, I have yours recorded and I had it on my desktop and mm-hmm. I was just going to listen to it. Take that was really fun for talk. me, by the way. That was a, I really liked that experience. It was a good talk. It was, like, it was, I mean, you know, like the Holy Spirit showed up is what I'm trying to say. So did Allison. <laughs> Allison. Flailing Leanne wildly. Sullivan. <laughs> okay. I know. So I know. Your maiden name is Maze. We have talked about Allison this one jillion Ma- times. I know. I'm going to say Ferris Bueller, and then I'm going to let it go. Uh, I just thought of Ferris Bueller and then Frozen, so I'm going to say your middle name <laughs> is Elsa. Is Allison Bueller, <laughs> Anna Maze I'm not Sullivan. telling you. I'm not telling you. Let's talk about your talk. Okay. So I wrote this talk uh, that I gave. Uh, usually I... I've been giving talks for so long that I have hundreds of them saved on my computer. Sure. So somebody's like, can you give you a can, talk like, on this? Yeah. And it's like, yes, of course I can. Yeah. People are like, I need three weeks to prepare like you. Um, and I'm just like, I have my notes. I can give it right now if you'd like me to. <laughs> you yeah. know, like that. So let me look over my notes for three minutes and pull up the pull up the pictures that I used. <laughs> and but OK, so somebody was like, I want you to do this. OK, so they invited me to do the men's men's talk. I sat with it for like months and I was like, what am I going to talk about? I don't like this. I don't know, I want to talk about any of this stuff. Um, but then I, I ended up writing this and I ended up using it for that. And then I used it for a men's, like our men's Bible study. And then I used it for another Bible study. And then I gave the talk uh, at, our, at, a, at another retreat this weekend. So now I'm like using this talk all the time. And now I'm going to talk about it on the radio and I'm never going to talk about it again. How do you feel about this? I don't know. <laughs> I, I might make you. We'll you see might, how you good it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe you will cancel this after we are done. This. Okay. So this isn't going to be the full talk because they gave me like a 45 minute session in which mostly I just yell at the beginning and then we start talking about what it means to be a man of God. So I, it just this is how I write talks. It's just very natural. What does it mean to be a man of God? I just start doing word association. Man after God's own heart. Oh, that's David. Let's start let's, there. Let's talk about David, yeah. <laughs> if, if scripture says that you're a man after God's own heart. You know he's my celebrity crush. He's your celebrity crush? Yeah. Um, not good uh, because of some of his very public things that we'll he talk about. He has some later. indiscretions. He does. Well, so do I. So maybe maybe it's why you like me. That got weird. I didn't mean for it to. Okay. So, 
Uh, we did say that I was all the things you said earlier except for cute. So we're safe. <laughs> um, so David did a couple of things. And I'm going to fast forward through this. And you're going okay. to tell me your thoughts. Okay. And uh, if you are going to grow as a man of God because of everything that I say right okay. now. Okay. Perfect. So uh, David prepared for battle. I love this because uh, the, the story of David Goliath, everybody's known. Everybody knows it. Everybody's heard it. Get it back in the in the camera. Okay, I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Oh, I didn't know I was out. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're going too far away. Okay. So, okay, David, he's prepared for battle. Everybody knows the story of Goliath, where he goes in and he, he rushes in, and he throws a, a a stone in the forehead, right? Sure. Okay. Do you know how many stones he actually picked up though from the wadi? Um, the river? Was it five? It was five. High five! You did it. It's the first Bible question I've ever asked you that you got right. That's not true. <laughs> I reject that. For a former Protestant, I'm. Uh, okay. So I did blunder earlier in the you show. Absolutely but... did. You absolutely did. <laughs> I used to be Protestant. It shouldn't but somehow define didn't me. Know my scriptures. So okay, go ahead. He picked up five stones, which I think is interesting because he had this balance between. Like right before he does this, he says, I know that the Lord will be with me in battle. Mm-hmm. Like he, he knows that the yeah. Lord is going to bring him victory yeah. because of his deep connection with God. And he knows that he's going to do it. And we know that he only ended up using one stone. Right. So there was this perfect balance of God's going to take care of me. Uh-huh. And he's going to bring me the victory. Uh-huh. I'm still going to pick up five However, stones. However. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and it, like he didn't pick up 8,000. So yeah. there's just like this pendulum of like, we need to trust in God. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. To bring the victory, but we also like need to that. do our part. It's right? really good. Good. Are you, yes. Do you feel like a better man now? Yeah. We keep high-fiving, and it's only for the video. Stop touching me. Okay. <laughs> so David prepared prepared for this battle, and so this is what I love about doing talking about David with guys, especially high school guys. Okay. Because like everybody has heard of the David and Goliath story from like VBS. Like since when you were a kid, it's one of the most popular. You don't know what VBS is? Vacation Bible School. You're looking at me like this was. It's my thing. RBF. I did, go ahead. Okay. Uh, VBS. We're just using all the acronyms. So, um, so my RBF is not about VBS. It's. A, <laughs> it's just I was born with it. Go ahead. Baby, I was born this way. Uh, so almost got me killed in junior high. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> well, I keep trying, and you keep interrupting me. And you're like, go ahead. One more thing. I'd like to say another thing that I probably shouldn't. Um, so. He rushes into battle. This is the part they don't tell you in um, when you're a little. I'm afraid to use any more acronyms. <laughs> so do you know that like how Goliath actually dies? It's not from the stone hitting him. What? Yeah. So he just like knocks him out or like makes him woozy. Yeah. And the the giant hits the when ground. He fell? David runs over, oh. picks up his own sword, Goliath's sword, oh. cuts off his head. Yes. And then picks up his head yes. by his hair but, uh-huh. and shows him to the Philistines just like Rah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's manly. Yeah. This is good stuff. Um but I like I like this story a lot because of the preparation and because like Okay, so we all have like like things that we are battling, right? Like there's the obvious connection that like we have the things that we are struggling with, like as men, as people, that we struggle with sin, we struggle with with temptations and all of these things that we need God to to win the battle. Yes. We also need to do our part, right? Yes. But at the same time, David would have never been king if he didn't slay Goliath, hmm. which is which is a wild thing to think about because like so often it's like. Uh, I, I just wish I had never had this sin in my life. I wish I never struggled with this. I wish yeah. I never did X, Y, and Z, yeah. right? But it's like, there's that's the story of redemption. Yes. Where God takes something that is bad and in your way, yes. and he helps you defeat it, and yes. then you move forward. Boom. 
I would yeah. drop my mic, but that would be mic technique like you have. <laughs> well, his his legacy, I mean, what an amazing God story that he has a legacy of being after God's own heart instead of a legacy of, you know, a little murder, a little adultery, and a lot of deception. I mean, that is just proof of redemption. Like, that is proof of what God can do. I mean, he, like, majorly rebranded himself. With <laughs> <laughs> he had a great marketing team behind him. <laughs> <laughs> in Psalm 51, he's like, create in me a clean heart, oh God. You know, and it's it's that prayer was the, was the turning point after all of that deception of creating me a clean heart. He could not create his own clean heart. He knew that. He is crying out to God, needy, and it changed everything. So what's funny about this is I thought this talk was a little bit more original than apparently it was. Because you haven't looked at the computer in a while. I want you to just look right in front of you. What is this word? Oh, yeah! Psalm 51! I thought I was uh, brilliant and apparently. Oh, uh, I still not think special. that's. I think, why can't we both be brilliant, Taylor? Uh, because I've met you. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> why? Why has it got to be only you? There's room for everyone at the table, Taylor. Not at this table. We're very close together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've already, you've already mentioned a couple of these things, right? Um, where, like, obviously there are, there are struggles with sin that most men struggle with I, I used to have this this it was kind of a joke but definitely very real yeah when i would go invite people to my men's bible study my men's small group mm -hmm. in college i'd walk up to guys i'd put my hand on their shoulder and be like the lord has let me know that you're struggling with pride and lust and i want you to come to bible study uh -huh. and they would show up and be like, <laughs> like you know that like literally i could do that to literally any man on this right. campus and, right. and then it's a joke and then they're like oh he lied to me, but I think I kind of like him. And then they would stay <laughs> for Bible study. Um, but, okay, so, like, obviously, people who know the story know that David uh, did all these great things, became king, was conquering all the lands, yeah. and then he saw a woman bathing naked on top of her house. Yeah. Like, w watching a woman naked, like, that's a thing that happens pretty often, especially among guys, um, but also girls, too. We heard about that a few weeks ago on our interview with Kelsey Skoke. Mm -hmm. um, but... He, he did that, and then he was like, he, he committed adultery on his wife and on her husband, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. committed adultery, committed murder by getting her husband and his friend killed. Yeah. Like, this escalated very quickly. Yes. Right? And like, so His many first plan was to just like bring the guy home and make it seem like the baby's his and right. whatever, but he tries to clean it up himself, and it just gets worse. Deception. Lies. Deception. Ugh. That's a Star Wars reference. I, I wish I did it better. If I, was, if I wasn't as tired, I'd do it better. Uh, impersonation but anyway, that's okay moving forward so the the thing that is crazy to me is like so often these talks focus on like his sins and his struggles right because there's the obvious comparisons like he's watching watching a woman naked and that's that's porn like that's that's the thing that everybody struggles with and so many of the talks just focus there but the the sentences that just blow me away and that it's, it's actually there's more there's way more to this and there's way more like we're trying to fix the symptoms, not the problem, mm, right? Mm -hmm. So where it says, like, yes. right, literally right before yes. he sees Bathsheba, it says, in the spring, the time when, when kings led their armies out to war, mm -hmm. David stayed at home, and his other generals yes. went out to war, and, and they won. They won the battle. Like he, but, and then it says, while David was at home, yes. he, he's, standing, he's standing on the top of the house. He looks over, he sees Bathsheba. And that's what starts his whole falling out. He wasn't doing and what he that was supposed was, to. And that was that, it, the talk that I gave whenever, it was, you have to do something. Right. You have to do something. Passivity. It's not okay. Right. Wow. So uh, I did end up sealing your talk. I uh, love apparently. Oh, well, no, no, no. I love that that's like actually scriptural. I mean, I guess mine was kind of more Genesis, but, but to see it throughout scripture, what a testament that is. 
to like God really means it. Actually, it's two testaments. <sighs> and that's how we're going to end today's show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was two of the seven points that I did in my men's talk. So if you are listening to this and you are a man, you are now two-sevenths better if you listen to me. Um, Allison is somehow 18% a better man after hanging out with me. <laughs> that is all that we have time for Did you just do today. that quick math? Uh, no, I make everything up. Welcome to Forte Catholic. <laughs> and also, goodbye from Forte Catholic. Goodbye, Taylor. This has been fun. Goodbye, Miss Sullivan. Um, I'm going to go to track practice now because that's a thing that's happening. I'll be back next week. Say it! All right, it's our last one, Allison. You don't have to be stressed out <sighs> anymore. No, I'm sweating. Literal sweat in my literal armpit. Well, I've have, I have got nothing to help you out there, but uh, uh, your, are your feet sweating? No. What? Ah, no. Well, it, it, <laughs> actually, I, I just checked. Yes. They are. Yes. Are you lying now? Because you said that they were. No, no. Come here. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to. I never want to touch your feet or socks, but I I can buy you some new ones. I'll touch those before I give them to you. ForteCatholic.com/socks. I can get you some sock religious socks featuring Jesus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe when you said you weren't good at these commercials, you were right. I should have listened to you. Some Uh, totally holy footwear. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm going to go punch myself into that wall over there. That didn't make any sense. Uh, But. Oh, my gosh. Great Saints. The Jesus, who's my favorite Jewish Catholic. You can get all these socks to make yourself look good and feel holy. You can be reminded to pray whenever you look at your sweaty toes (laughs) with the stray hairs on them. ForteCatholic.com slash socks.